The message you're about to hear is a production of the Word and Sound Ministry of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Throne of Grace, Richmond Hill. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. God bless you as you listen to the transforming and inspiring Word of God. Fragrance of Lord, the Lord bless you. It's a brand new season for you as well in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. How many people are glad to be in the last day of 2023? You are glad to be in the house. If you're glad, I'd like you to shout hallelujah. I think it's worthy to give God thanks that God kept you to this very point in time. You know, there are many people who passed through January and they're no more. February and they passed. March no more but here you are on the last day the devil thought he will knock you down but you're here the devil thought he will break you but you're here the devil thought he will mess you up but you're here once more give jesus a big shout of praise father we thank you we're grateful to you we're grateful to you thank you for all you've done for us this year and thank you for the new year that's about to unfold return all the praise and all the glory to you thank you for your word as we receive your word tonight we ask that God your word will take us to the next level your word will quicken us your word will empower us thank you heavenly father for in Jesus mighty name we pray in Jesus mighty name we pray and now I try as much as possible to speak as briefly as possible we continue the series next Sunday because I like for us to take some time out to pray so um, I'm gonna watch my time and whatever I think is appropriate uh, stop because I like for us to at least pray for about 30 minutes at least uh, before we crossover into the new year and I'm gonna be speaking on the subject a new thing tell somebody a new thing, a new thing. tell somebody it's a new thing a new ask them what do you want used one or new <laughs> ask them, what, what do you want used things or new things oh I need brand new ones brand new you know there's a difference between chassis cha-cha and uh, you know there's a difference. There's absolutely a difference. There's absolutely a difference. In Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 18, the Bible says, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. It shall burst forth. It shall break out. In other words, it will be a sudden effect. He says, shall you not know it? Will you not see it and recognize it? He says, I will even make a road in the wilderness. In other words, where they have said this is impossible, God makes a way in it. He says, and rivers in the desert. Rivers in the desert. You see, when you talk about new things, New simply means something not existing before. 
Simply means something just made fresh, new, original. Not previously used or owned. Something brand new. And you see, when, when God gives you a new thing, it is great. Very great. Very great. You see, but, but the special grace of God, I have been opportune. And I still do have used cars and brand new ones. When you enter the brand new and drive, oh, you know that. <laughs> you know that there's a difference. Anytime I have to enter the, you know, He can do new things. That is because our God is the God of new things. Our God is the God of the new. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 33 and verse 3, it says, sing a new song. In other words, God does not want you to only dwell in old songs. He said, do a sing new songs. In Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 31, it says, the time is coming, declares the Lord. When I will make a new covenant, a new covenant with you, in other words, I will cut a new deal with you. And this year, 2024, God will cut a new deal with you. You see, when God cuts a covenant with you, God does not break it. He said, my covenant, I will not break. It's not, it's not like people who sign contract with you on the next moment, they say, sorry, we can't, we can't keep to it anymore. It's a God of the new in Ezekiel 11, 19, it says, I will put a new spirit in you. This one I like very well because in 2024, I need a new spirit. A new spirit. The scripture says of a man called Saul. He just went on a stroll looking for animals of his dad. Ships that were lost. And the scripture says that he by chance, sat everywhere and could not find it. And then suddenly, one of his servants said, can we go and meet one man of God somewhere around the corner? He did not know that he was meeting with destiny that day. But the Bible says that when he left Samuel, the scripture says that God put a new spirit in him. You see, that spirit made him excellent king by the time he became king. Until things happened in his life that changed the course. Friends, may God put in you a new spirit so that that will make you an excellent person in your workplace. Come 2024 in the mighty name of Jesus. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. The Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation, brand new. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Everything has become new. Your life, your heart, your marriage, your career, your destiny, everything becomes new. And friends, God is a God of the new. Is a God of the new. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 5. Revelation 21 and verse 5. It says, he who sits, he who seated on the throne says, I make everything new. I make everything new. Everything
thing you have been struggling with in 2023, may God make them new in 2024. Yeah. Your amen is too cold. Yeah. It looks as if the people here believe it more than the people here. Yeah. God is a God of the new friends. But see, what I've, one of the things that I've found with men, uh, believers alike, is that most times we are conditioned with the pains and the struggles of our lives that we have accepted it as the normal. We've conditioned our lives by the pains we have gone through and we have said, okay, let me just manage this. Let me just manage this job. Let me just manage this marriage. Let me just manage this but that's not where God wants you to manage. He doesn't want you to manage. God has not called you to be a manager. You are the son of the living God. He's called you to be an executive. To lead and to declare things as he wants it to be. In accordance with his program and agenda for your life. He says I want to give you a new thing. I want to give you a new thing. And friends please don't be trapped in the old. Don't be trapped in the old. In the 60s, 1960 or so, thereabouts, an experiment was conducted on some dogs. They locked up some dogs in the cage and then closed up the entrance to the cage and put some current around the dogs. So they would turn on the current. The dog will begin to jump and shout. Ew! You know how dogs cry. And they begin to jump. Reckless. They want to run out, but the cage is locked. And then they will turn off the current voltage. They did it in such a way that look at the, the current is enough to shock them, but not enough to kill them. So they'll turn it on again and the dogs will shout and cry and want to run out. But they realize that the more they try to run out, the cage is locked. They meet a limitation, an obstacle, and they stay back. Sooner the dogs, the experimenters realize, or the scientists realize that every time they turn on the current, the dogs just do. Oh, oh, oh. And they stay where they are. They don't run out anymore. So the scientists opened the cage and turned on this, thinking that these guys will run out. But they have been conditioned to accepting their situation. May you never accept what God has not given you. Yes. Too many people are accepting their careers God has not said to them to accept because they can't dare to take on the new. People are standing in a place where they ought not to stay because they can't take on the new. Your past is holding you back. The experiences of your past is holding you back. The challenges of your past is pulling you down. All the memories of what they said to you is that if you do this, it's holding you back. But but in, in our text for today, and, and I'm gonna emphasize two things, and I'll just draw the curtain from there. In our text, the scripture says in verse 18, 
do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old do not remember the former things that phrase is an instruction don't remember don't remember you know when I was reading through this text of scripture I was asking, is it that I should forget the former things? Is, is it that I should forget on the challenges and the difficulties and the pains I've gone through in the past? What is he saying? And, and, and guess what? Many, many of us will remember vividly the pains. I think like Reverend was saying in the morning, you remember the bad things, but you can't remember the good ones. So many years ago, I think sometimes in 2003 or 2004, I can't remember precisely. I lost a lot of money. And I was like, all my world was broken. Everything. And I think I said it to say to people who are doing currency trading, if you're not schooled and educated in it, please don't. Because I know other people who have done that last year. They said to me, Pastor, should I do this? I said, don't. And they went to do it. 2003, that was what I did. I said, hey, I can easily make quick money. And in one week, $30,000 was gone. Guess what? It was borrowed to me by a friend. And if, if, I, if, if I should gather my salary for three years, it's not going to be able to pay it. If I should sell off all my possessions, I can't go pay one third of it at the time because I wanted to make quick. And every day I was mourning. Every day I was crying. Every day I was beating up myself. One day, as I was crying, I had God to say to me, why are you crying over dead issue? So what do you mean by dead issue? I just lost money. You're calling me dead? I said, okay, keep crying and let the money come back. When he says, forget not the former things, what he's saying is that don't dwell on them. You gotta move. Gotta move. Gotta move. Some of us are staying and crying over a marriage that have failed when you got to move. Oh, somebody broke your heart and you wake up. Where are you going to move? Oh, I, I like the children of Israel. One of the things I liked about them when they were in the wilderness is that when God gives them an instruction, they move. He said to them in Deuteronomy 6, chapter 6, or reading from verse 1, he says, you have dwelt too long in this mountain. He says, move. And the scripture says they carry themselves and they move. Friends, stop dwelling in the past and do what? Move. Tell somebody move. move. Tell somebody else move. move. Somebody once said to me, say, Pastor, you know, when I came from my home country, I used to 
be a, a banker. And I like banking a lot. But you see, all the places where I applied to in banking, what they were offering me can't even. And I said, so what have you done? He said, I've been applying to many other roles in the banking field to see what I will get. And I said, are you sure God is not saying to you to move? Friends, let's not dwell on the past. Past history will not determine the future that God has for you. There's a great future ahead. There's new things that God wants to do. There's a great thing that God wants to do for you, friend. And if you understand the things that God wants to do, you can't stay in the past. You can't stay there. Oh, there's a colorful destiny. And sometimes the colorful destiny that God has for you, you can stop it because of the past. You can even truncate it because of the past. You can. For, for some, they, they have gotten to a place of comfort. Oh, God has been good. God is good all the time. And they put a song of praise in the ladder. God is good. And you're just rocking it and just cool. Just because you have some change. Oh, you're just earning six figure. And you say, God is good. God is good. Meanwhile, there are people who are who are millions in this town. Yes. Yeah. Do you know that that's, maybe that's where God wants to take you to? So that, so that when we say, hey, we are building this in your say, Pastor, don't announce it. I'll write the check. In other words, don't dwell on them. Yesterday's glory is past. We celebrate it and we're grateful to God. But there's new heights to climb. There are new mountains to reach. There are new levels of growth and excellence that God wants you to attain. And this 2024, you would attain it in the name of Jesus. You say, so don't remember the former things. So if we don't remember the former things, what should we do? And I'm going to dwell on here for the next couple of minutes so that we can take some time to pray. So don't remember the former things. But in verse 19 it says, Behold, I do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness. And rivers in the desert. The word there, behold, means what? See. And there are different dimensions of it. Behold, if you read some translations, it says, see. 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 In other words, maybe you are blind or you can't see. It's, it's calling your attention. See. Most times if you read through scriptures, you realize that God sometimes speaks in pictures. He, he gives you a picture of what, what he wants you to grasp. Because he knows that there is, there is the brain that you and I have cannot differentiate between an imagination and the reality. I don't know if I can... Let me break it down a bit. How many people have watched 
you have watched some home movie before or some movies before. There's there's some there's some movies I don't like to watch. As, especially myself and one of my daughters, we're in the same category. We'll be watching it, everybody say, oh, wow, wow, wow. I'll be crying. <laughs> or they want to attack somebody and I'll be shaking. I'll be shaking. <laughs> it's a film. It's just a film. It was acted by someone. It is not real. It's imagination. But how come I feel the impact so much that I begin to cry? So that sometimes when they tune, so I say, please, you guys, please go ahead. I mean, I don't want to cry unnecessarily. My tears should lead me to, to worship God, not to cry for one whole movie that somebody I just said is making dollars on, on uh, YouTube. <laughs> you know? But see, the truth is, if you sufficiently tell your imagination things, it becomes real. So when God wants to speak to you, what he does is that he brings you out and shows you a picture and says, hey, this is what your future is going to be. Once you can connect to it and understand it and imagine it, it becomes your reality. Becomes your reality. So it says to them, see, my prayer tonight for you is that God will open your eyes to see. God will open your eyes to see. If you look at scriptures, you, you, you realize there are different dimensions that God wants us to see. One dimension, and I like to just dwell on that dimension a bit, is that there are things that God wants you to see about yourself. See yourself, in other words, as God sees you. When God says, behold, I do a new thing. God was, in other words, saying, I have already seen the new thing. You see it too. See it. See it. God has already seen it. And you see, before God will declare it, he has already seen it. He, he, he won't tell you to do what he, he knows is not doable. He won't. He says in Isaiah 42 and verse 9, Behold, the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. Friends, there are things that God wants you to see about your future. So, so the question, friends, tonight is, what do you think God wants you to see that he wants for you for 2024? What does he want you to see? What does he want you to see? He called out Abraham two times. The first time his brother or his nephew has just taken the best lot, the best portion. And then Abraham was looking at the side that, you know, this young grass car left for him. Can you imagine? Your uncle tells you, hey, we don't want to fight. We have this business. This one is very good. This one is still struggling. I, God is the one that led me to start the two of them. 
But choose. If you choose this one, I'll take the other one. If you choose this other one, if you were you, wouldn't you say, Uncle, ah, uh-uh, no, no, Uncle, you, I followed you. I followed you. Let you choose first. The guy looked at the nice place. The Bible says it was luscious. It was green. It was lovely. And he chose the plains. Immediately he finished, the scripture says that God said to Abraham, he says, come out and look as far as you can see. What God was trying to do was create an imagination in the heart of, heart of Abraham what his future will be about. What he wants to bring about in his life. Somebody hearing the sound of my voice, God wants to make your marriage colorful. He wants to make your career colorful. He wants to make your destiny colorful. Concerning 2024, may you see it. May you see it. Most of the time what we see is that we see things from a beggarly, challenged, limited, poor, myopic perspective. We don't do as if we are the son of the living God. We don't operate as if, as if we are that either. We live properly as if our God has nothing. Friends, your, the, your father is the owner of the heavens and the earth. Your father is. The Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 6, it says God decided in advance, I think the New Living Translation, say God decided in advance to adopt you <laughs> into his family. He decided to adopt you to his family. In other words, you are co-heir with Jesus. So whatever, whatever is attributable, whatever blessings is available to Jesus, is available to you. That's, that's what God wants you to see. So when you, when you carry that mentality as you go into 2024, then what you begin to need to do is to ask the Father, Lord, this is what Jesus did in his time. This is what I want to do. This is how he lived. This is how I want to live. This is how I want to live. This is how I want to live. Lord, if there's no car to ride, I want to walk on water. Friends, you must see yourself how God sees you. Because it makes a world of difference. Because if you don't see yourself that way, you limit yourself and you limit your potentials. And, and, and it is very, very important, very, very crucial that we see ourselves that way. Because if we understand this God we deal with, we can also understand that the God you deal with can give you anything you desire. He says, ask of me and I will give to you. Psalms 2 and verse 8. The heavens, the nations for inheritance and the uttermost part of the earth for a possession. A possession. Ask of him. Oh, you have a child that is rascally. And you, just, you don't just want Do you know that God changes hearts of people? Oh, he changes hearts. Some of you husbands and wives, you are busy complaining and quarreling with your man or woman. When you know, just, just be the man that can change hearts. Be the man that can change hearts. The Bible says it turns the hearts of men around. Like rivers of water, turns it with us over he wills. You know, I will never forget so many years ago, there's one, I think I've shared the story here before. One boss I had at work. 
people, nobody wanted to work with him. Everybody wanted to work in a different department or something else. But somehow, you know, by merger and acquisition of some sort, you know, two organizations coming together, I was compelled to work with this man. How can you meet a manager in the morning and say, good morning, sir? And he said, what's good about the morning? That shuts you down first. You don't even know. You don't even say anything anymore. You're smiling and say, "How are you, sir?" Say, "Let's get, let's get straight to business." <laughs> now, if you are going, and that is the person who will do your appraisal, if, if you are going to the person's office, <laughs> it's, you know, back in the days where we were coming from, it's not like Canada. It's not like Canada. Where you would uh, talk to your superior and say, hey, Israel, that's wrong. You can't do that. This place, there's a different thing. But there, it rests your praiser. So I, I said to God, Lord, you t- t- turn the heart of kings. This man, you will turn his heart to favor me. So every time I go into his office, the Lord, you're going to turn this heart of this king to favor me. You're going to turn the heart of this king to favor me. Every day as I go into his office, you're turning the heart of this king to favor me. One day, I prayed up. And I entered into the office. I said, good morning, sir. I stretched out my hand. In my mind, I said, you will favor me. The man did not know where he stretched out his hand and shook me. For the first time. We still have a God that turns the hearts of men. Somebody hearing the sound of my voice. God will turn the heart of immigration officer to favor you. God can give you everything you desire. The, The second point of beholding or seeing of what we can see is that when God God said, Behold, I do a new thing. He was all all, all saying to the people, See the great future ahead. I'll give you a little bit of context. The children of Israel before now, you know, in this story that prophet Isaiah penned under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the children of Israel had been through challenges. They were forced in Egypt. They overcame Egypt and they came into the promised land and they sinned against God. When they sinned against God, God had told them before that, look, every time you sin against me, what I'm going to do is that I'm going to send your enemies to destroy you to wipe you, to mess up with you. And, and that is very instructive because sin is always something that brings people down. So every time you're struggling in life, check your life. Are you out of control with God? Is everything all right with your relationship with God? Every time things are hard, check your life. Once you have checked and nothing is wrong, then it is time to look up to God and make a change by making a demand from him. So Israel messed up, and this time around, not only did God punish them, the Bible says that God sent the Babylonians to carry them away captive, carry them away to Babylon, and they subjected them to a lot of pain, a lot of pressure, a lot of disgrace, and a lot of, they destroyed their houses, everything, they packed everything away. 
and then suddenly Isaiah under prophecy says to these people who were flat out saying God wants to do a new thing. Now if you were you living in that time no house to return to everything broken down no job to go back to and God says I want to do a new thing. What will you do? Ah, man of God has come. But God, let every man be a liar. God can never lie. When he says a thing, he has enough power, potential, and ability to bring it to pass. And friends, God is saying to you and I, no matter how torn down, no matter how battered, no matter how useless your situation is, I am doing a new thing. So God is in other words saying, see the great picture of the great future. I have for you. Oh, friends, listening and listening closely. There's a great future for you in 2024. Amen. It's a great future. No matter where you are watching or listening to this, whether you're watching online or hearing person, there's a great future for you. Amen. In other words, God is saying, see the possibilities. See the potentials. See the opportunities. See he was creating that imagery in them because he wanted them to open up their eyes to see. And, and do you know, friends, that what you just need is for God to open your eyes. <laughs> Many of us don't know that opportunity. There are opportunities here. There are opportunities. Opportunities. But let God just open your eyes. Let God just open your eyes. Let God open your eyes. A woman called Hagar was out of water. The sun was about to die. She was, you know, also struggling with us. She was crying me while there was a well of water beside her. And the Bible says that God opened her eyes to see the opportunities there. God opened her eyes and then she suddenly realized, ah, there was even water here <laughs> and I did not know it. I did not know it. I did not know it. Friends, may God open your eyes again in the mighty name of Jesus. Three years out of my life, when I came in, finally into Canada, came in 2007, I jumped up and down like some of the men are doing now. Between 2007 and 2010, I jumped up and down and I said, honey, please can you go? Honey said, where is where you go, I will go. If you don't go, I won't go. So we're jumping up and down. And then 2010, immigration people stopped us and said, Israel, you can't, if you don't stay back here, we're going to cancel this, your immigrant visa. So we did some calculations and we agreed, okay, I will, I will come. But in my mind, I was, I said, I, 
I want to I want to I want to stay three years work for three years so I took leave of absence from place of work was working then in a bank called Wemma Bank and I took leave of absence for three years with the mind that after I just get my citizenship just like some of you are thinking when I just get it I'll go back so for three years I did not see anything what I was only seeing going back going back going back and I will never forget so when it was three years everything was clocked and closed I used to run down the UPS store I quickly sold the store and I told my wife I said hey honey let's get our stuff ready to carry our bags to go in June that same year 2003 I sent an email to Pastor Diola Mensa and I said hey pastor I'm coming back to Nigeria here I come. Lord, can you please find me any church? You know, or just tell me I'd like to start a church somewhere in... Because somewhere I knew in my heart that God wanted me to start a church in 2014. You know, but I thought it was in Nigeria. So I said, hey, I don't mind starting any church somewhere around, you know, a Balende area because I was in a Balende before one of the churches and I liked the vibes of the people. Or somewhere in there, like, you know, in, in Via... Then pastor did not answer me. One month, two months passed. I said, honey, pastor no answer though. So let's start praying. Let's just ask God. What, oh God, what are you saying? The sudden God started speaking. Thank God for God. God started speaking. Say, I wanted to plant a church, but not in Nigeria, but in Richmond Hill. That's how Richmond Hill, Throne of Grace started. But where I'm going to is this. Immediately I switched my mind because I said, how can I start a church and I tell the people I'm going back to Nigeria? It will be, it will be a sword. It just, it just be crazy. So I switched my mind and I said, Lord, where are the opportunities? Pam! God started opening doors and showing doors and showing them, showing them. Listen, friends, somebody hearing the sound of my voice, may God show you opportunities in this land. May your eyes be open in the name of Jesus. Oh, you can't hear me, you can't hear me. May your eyes be open in the name of Jesus. One opportunity can catapult you to a level you have never been before. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. I've seen God do crazy things as it were. Things that blows my mind or blows people's mind. May God do it for you in 2024 in the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah, there are opportunities. Oh, they, they said to you, oh, everybody starts here. Don't see that. You can start there, but look for something else. Keep looking. Keep trusting. Keep moving. Keep believing. Keep believing. Oh, there are opportunities for health. In other words, you can trust God for divine health. You can trust him for divine health. You can see opportunity that throughout next year, I'm going to serve God more. I'm going to love God more. I'm going to honor him more. Or you can see opportunities and say, hey, next year, I'm going to buy my own house. Amen. Some people say amen is cold. Amen. You see, the problem with us is that we calculate immediately and think. So, pastor, interest rate. <laughs> interest rate. Interest rates. Pastor, you know that by the time we add the interest rates, it doesn't even carry me home. We can't pay. We can't even feed. 
see, that is because that's because we put God in a tube. We box him and we think, oh, God can only give me mortgage so that I can buy a house. Do you know that you can wake up tomorrow and somebody gives you a key and says, son, this is a key for you. Some of you don't believe it. I was working the first time I went to London so many years ago. After they refused me visa a couple of times. And as I was walking through Oxford streets, I had a voice say to me, Israel, you know I can give you a house in this in this country. That was sometimes somewhere around 1999, 2000. I said, God, give me a house here. I don't have a plot of land in Nigeria. <laughs> I don't have a plot of land in Nigeria. Lord, how is it possible? But you see, because I know the voice that I hear, <laughs> every time you hear the voice of God or you hear a faith-based word that propels you to see beyond the ordinary, do what? Act on it. I went back home. I called all the reactors that I could find. I said, hey. And then suddenly, I landed to one reactor that does business between Nigeria and Lagos. I mean, between Lagos and London. That was the first time I would understand that you can buy nothing down by then. Some of you don't understand what nothing down is. You buy, don't put anything down. That's some financial engineering. But the mortgage that is coming, we pay the what? We pay the rent and pay the, the rent that is coming, we pay the mortgage and leave you some change. So every week I was getting 50 pounds. 50 pounds. But guess what? Not up to one year, God said, you see that house, sell it and give me whatever gain you have made. Say, but I thought that... Uh, well, it was a test. For some of you, God is going to test you. Because he wants to give you something bigger. Something glorious. Something better. Something much more fulfilling. He will test you. If you can't release it, the next level can come. Therefore, if you must experience the next level, you must learn to release it. I release it with tears. So, Lord, you know, you know, but I released it. May you be able to release when God wants you to do so. In conclusion, God wants you to see your future as described in the word of God. And this for me is key. Everybody's future is described in the word of God. The future is described there. Your 2024 is described there. Described there. Described there. Described there. So you want to catch a picture of how 2024 will be? Stay in the world. Stay there. Stay there. Stay in the world. Catch a picture of your life from the word of God. The Bible says in the beginning was the world and the world was with God. And verse 4, the scripture says, the word gave life to everything that was created. The word gave life and 
His life brought light to everyone. The word of God, friends, is powerful. Whether it is written as you read it from the Bible, or whether it is Rema, what you hear from the voice of God, the word of God is powerful. 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 I used to be a man that was given to quick anger. Just in case there are people like me back in the days who struggle with anger. Before anybody says anything, you have, you know, you have broken everything. And then when you realize, you say, hi, hi, hi. My, my anger was so bad that in school one day, one lady wanted to mess up with me. And I beat her black and blue. I will never forget. Thank God for godly fathers that know how to use the rod. <laughs> By the time he finished me that day, uh, but she despite the fact that I, 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 discipline, you know, discipline me so hard, yet the anger was still there. But I remember one day, I was so mad with one of my junior sisters. And she ran out of anger. I flew a fence going after him, her. <laughs> but things changed for me. And what made it change? One day I was reading through scriptures. And it just jumped out of me. Jumped out. I've read that scripture several times. That anger resides in the laps of fools. I said, yeah. You mean I've been a fool all this while? Nobody likes to be called a fool. Nobody likes it. I said, Lord, this must end today. This must end. This must end. Friends, how can a man, the scripture says, make his way pure? He said, by taking heed to the word of God. You want your life changed? The world can change it. You want to get light out of life? The world can give it. You want inspiration? The world can give it. You want a change in any dimension of life? The world can bring it. David said, your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. And one scripture that I have caught. I have already known the scripture. That's why it's good to read many translations. But if you, towards the later part of this year, when we're praying, I read this translation and I've been running with it. Hey, I've been running with it. And that's what you do with the word of God. You catch what you want to catch and you run with it. In Psalms 1 verse 3, it defines how your 2024 will be. And everyone who is still in doubt as to how your 2024 will be, this is the picture. Of what will be. This is the picture of what will be for me. Oh, that is the picture. No matter what comes, I will be standing firm. Amen. No matter what the devil throws at you, you'll be standing firm. Amen. No matter what the enemy throws at you, you'll be standing firm. Amen. Oh, not, not only will you be standing firm, like a flourishing tree. <laughs> oh, planted by what? Because divine. In other words, you are planted. 
you are planted. 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 In this land, you are planted. say to you, you don't have the phonetics. They don't need phonetics to be planted. They don't need it. And, and, and they don't need phonetics to be elevated. The Bible says that promotion does not come from the east, nor from the west, but it comes from who? The God, the maker of heaven and earth. You are planted by God's design. And as long as you are planted by God's design, you will flourish. Oh, someone under the sound of my voice, you will flourish. 2024 will be bigger. It will be greater. It will be better. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know, when you are planted, there are some winds that can come, some hurricanes. This side, they have hurricanes that can come, tornadoes that can come that can uproot it. But look at what the Bible says. It said, deeply rooted. <laughs> Deeply rooted by the brooks of please. In other words, every dimension of your life must radiate please. Marriage, please. Career, please. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, bearing fruit in every season. In other words, there will never be a dry season for you. And I like the way he ends it. I like the way he ends it. And that is the way we're going to end this night. That's the way we're going to end this night. That was what we're going to end. It says, never dry. <laughs> never fainting. Ever blessed. Ever prosperous. How are you ending 2024? dry. That career will not be dry. In the name of Jesus, your finance will not be dry. You will not wake up one day and find it difficult to pay your rent or pay your mortgage. In the name of Jesus. Because the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. Never dry. Never fainting. Ever blessed. Ever prosperous. Every day you wake up, Speak that word into your life. Speak that word into your life. You see, as we, as we close this session, when you take a word from scripture, how do you get scriptures? You get scriptures by reading the word. So like Reverend said in the morning, this year read more than what you have been reading before. You read, you meditate. It says, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, every one of us should know it here. This word of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall do what? Meditate. Day and night. That you may do what? Observe to do according to all that is written in it. Then you will make your way. And then you do what? In other words, you take what you have read. Never dry. 
never fainting. Wow, Lord. That means every area of my life, you begin to meditate. You, you walk through the day, you meditate on it. You walk through the night, you meditate on it. You, when circumstances come your way, you meditate. You say, no, no, never dry, never fainting. You see, the, the Bible says that so mightily grew the world and prevailed. The more you read it and soak yourself in it, the world prevails in you. In you. So meditate on it. Meditate. Study it. Look for a house fellowship where iron will sharpen iron and join. One word may change your destiny. You know, you're not, you don't, you're not a part of a house fellowship. This year, don't fail not to be one in one. Oh, talk to Pastor Fidelia. Or one of the ministers. Say, please, which house fellowship can I join? There are many across town. Even up to Whitby. We have many. Join one. And do what? Suck yourself in the world. Read some more of the world. Let the world be part of you. Colossians chapter 3 verse 16. It says let the world dwell richly. Let the world dwell richly. Don't, don't do Bethsaida every time. You know what they call Bethsaida? Lord, let us that the servants stay at home today. Be in church. A set of course if you're walking. It's understandable. Or you're not well. But don't make it a habit to say, look at this year. Oh, let me just come on the 34th and shut my way into the new year. No, there has to be consistency. There's a price to pay to the height God wants to take you to. And that price, friends, is intensity. It's intensity. The Bible says, seek and you'll find. When you seek me with all your hearts. With all your hearts. Lift up your voice, say, Father, I want to know you more. I want to love you more. I want to serve you more. Lift up your voice and talk to God. 2024, I will love you more. I will seek you more. I will serve you more. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and talk to God. Yes, the word of God will be richer to you. It will be fuller to you. It will make more meaning to you. Yes, Lord, we want to know you more. We want to love you more. We want to serve you more. Therefore, our Father, for 2024, let me know you more. Let me love you more. Let me serve you more. In the mighty name of Jesus, let my life be full of you. In the name of Jesus. That is my prayer today. That is my prayer today. In the mighty name, Jesus, mighty name, we pray. Are you ready to pray? Brethren, please, I'd like you to pray the next set of prayers with every strength you have got. Every strength you have got. You're going to say, Father. 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 Everything in my past that is not of your will mistake in my past every evil in my past will not cross into 2024 lift up your voice and talk to God oh every mistake in my past every evil in my past everything in my life not your will for me not your purpose for me they are not crossing into 2024 no Yeah, la puzata, yeah, la baya. Yeah, katole bazete ni yada bosa. Denga gabaza katali 
ends today in the name of Jesus. Lego Pasatayada, the end today, the end today, the end today, the end today, the end today. Lago Pasatayada, the end today. Yagali Prododo Pasatayada, Lega Pasatayada, Negledi Pasatayada, Lego Pasatayada. Lego dodo bozo kotoli yadada. Ile darabaza kataria. E kataliala. Laba labaya. E talebra. In Jesus. Mighty name we pray. You're going to say, Father. According to your word. In Isaiah 43 19. Let me break into the new. In the name of Jesus. Go ahead. I break into the new ministerially. I break into the new atapasataya in the dimension of the anointing operating in my life. I break into the new capacitelliades in my head. I break into the new lego bozotolia basataya. I break into the new colonos. I break into the new gilapaseketeliyalavazete. I break into the new shushishashabayetara. I break into the new I break into the new. Ah, Basayala. Yes, 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 yes. I see the opportunities. I see the greatness. I see the things ordained for me from the foundations of the earth. I break into them tonight. I break into them tonight. Nothing is stopping me. Nothing is hindering us. We break into the new God as a church. We break into the new Kalayara Bayakada. We break into the new as a church. Yes, Ataya. We break into the new God. Nothing is hindering us. Jika Pazakataya. We declare nothing is hindering us. Jekoto Pazeketeli Yadaya. Lego Gabazeketeli Yadabaya. Jekotoli Yadabazakataya. Lego Dodo Jataria. Lego Pozokotoli Yadabaya. La Pozokotoli Yadaya. Kababaleada. La Podokodo. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. In Deuteronomy chapter 1 and verse 7, it says, It is time to break camp and move on. So it is time to break camp <laughs> and move on. Now, every limitation in your life that has stopped or stagnated your destiny, it is time to break camp and move on. Declare it in the name of Jesus. Father, it is time to break up. I therefore break every limitation in my life. I break the limitations. I move forward. Move forward. Move forward. Move forward. Move forward. Move forward. We 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 move forward. As a church, we move forward. We break camp. We break camp with poverty. We break camp with failure. We break camp with mediocrity. We break camp with complacency. I break camp tonight. Oh, yes. I break camp tonight. I break camp tonight. 
In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You know, there's a very interesting story in scriptures. Very interesting story of people that were cursed, that became hewers of wood and fetchers of uh, water. The Bible says that they remained like that generation after generation. Because they were cursed. They were cursed. And some of us may be operating under a curse. You may not know it. And you're just realizing that the more you work hard, you realize that the less you see. And it may be running down the family line. A man of God shared the story of a family of three sisters. None of them were married. They look back, they look through their lineage, and they realize that a couple of them in their lineage can't get to husbands in good time. The youngest one gave her life to Christ. And suddenly said, this must stop. This must stop. This must stop. And then of course, she broke the curse. And then boom, she got married. And then the rest of them started getting married. Every curse against your destiny Every curse in your lineage, every curse working against your destiny, making you to work so hard and getting little effort. I break it tonight in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and talk to God. Every curse in my life, in my family lineage, is broken tonight. No, no, no. Walking against is broken tonight. Walking against is broken tonight. Yeka baza talia. Yela daba sondari daba. Upasa katari daba zakata. We will not suffer for another man's mistake. No, 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 no. Yeka baza katari. We break them tonight. 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 Oh, we break them tonight. We break them tonight. We break them tonight. We break them tonight. We declare, oh God, we are free. 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 Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. Be made a cause unto us that the blessings of Abraham will come unto us, the children of God. Yes, we are free. We declare freedom. We declare freedom. Freedom for every cause. Freedom for every cause. We declare we are free tonight. For if the Son of Man shall set you free, you are free indeed. Yes, we are free. Lift your voice. 
I'm giving you that time so that you, I, I want your intensity <laughs> like somebody that really needs this badly. You know, the Bible tells us a story of how God wants us to create our future. The Bible says he took Ezekiel to a valley filled of dry bones and he said, Ezekiel, can these bones live? In other words, he was giving you and I a prototype of what we need to do when we find or when the valley or find dry bones around our lives. And Ezekiel said, Lord, you know best. And what did God say to Ezekiel? He said, prophesy to the dry bones. There are things you desire for 2024. You're going to prophesy to them. You're going to call them forth into existence. The Bible says, he called those things that be not as though they were. Is it good heart? for prophesy to good health. Good health is mine. Finance is mine. Prosperity is mine. Monetary joy is mine. Lift up your voice and begin to prophesy. Prophesy into your 2024. Yes, 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 yes. Go ahead and prophesy. Throughout 2024, we will eat in plenty.
into the covenant of Matthew chapter 18 and verse 19 it says if any two of you shall agree as concerning anything so just take one partner whether you're watching online whether you're in the overflow 
I'd like you to take a partner and please pour your heart in prayers for that partner. You are going to ask God to do something brand new in the life of your friend. Something bigger, something better, something greater, something more glorious. Father, make them a wonder. In 2024, lift up your voice and talk to God. Lord, we lift up. I lift up my brother. I lift up my friends. I lift up everyone under the sound of my voice. Something better, something greater, something glorious, something much more. We receive it. I receive it for my friends. I receive it for my brothers. I receive it for my sisters. In the name of Jesus. In 2024 shall be greater. It shall be bigger. It shall be more glorious. Yes. That is what it shall be. That is what it shall be. That is what it shall be. Bigger. Better. Greater. Oh. Making you a wonder to your world. 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 In Jesus' mighty name we pray. All eyes closed, all heads bowed. You're watching online or you're here in person. You can't see light. You can't see opportunities. Except you have a relationship with God. And you can't really say in the past year, you really had a strong relationship with God. But today you want to say, Jesus, I want to start afresh with you. I'd like you to just lift up your hands so that I can pray with you in the next 30 seconds. I don't have that time. Whether you're watching online, just lift up your hands and say, Lord, I want to walk more closer to you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you. There's a brother somewhere there too. Today, there. Father, I lift up my brothers and my sister and everyone watching online who is saying, Lord, I, do, I want a closer relationship with you. Lord, I ask that, Lord, you pour your spirit upon them. Give them another heart. Let 2024 help them to know you more. In 2024, may they serve you better. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, they will run, they will not be weary. Reveal Christ to them much more. Let this be the turning point in their lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. From today, your lives will not be the same again. Everyone lifting up their hands unto God. Whether you are in the overflow, whether you're watching online, whether you're here, just lift up your hands and declare, 2024 will be greater. 2024 will be better. 2024 will be bigger. 2024 will be marvelous. God will do a new thing.
listening to today's word and we believe you have been blessed for further information please visit our website at www.throneofgracecanada.ca or send us an email to info at throneofgracecanada.ca the word works throne of grace transforming lives establishing his kingdom